freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcast subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's a sibling a happy hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about three important deaths that are important to current events. We're going to talk about Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson getting fired. And then we're going to talk about my night last night with my bestie celebrating her birthday. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? Not much, man. I'm sitting up here still recovering from last night, but we'll get to that later. How you doing? Yeah, you sent me a text. Or I didn't even know if we were going to uh, record today. You sound <laughs> like you was down and out and out and down. Nah, it's just, it was a, a, a late night. Yeah. An early morning. Yeah. So I decided to take a nap, which is something I don't normally do. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like, let me just rest my eyes for a little while, turn into three hours. And then you know how you take a nap and you, it was longer than you expected and you just disoriented. Yes. Yeah. Like it took me a couple of hours to get like, get my groove back. That's how I feel right now. Cause, Cause I, you took, I, cause you just took yeah, a nap. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm not getting as much like vitamins and minerals and shit like, oh, sorry. Stuff like that. <laughs> I am tired. I, I could believe it. Yeah. So let me ask, how are you doing? Because uh, clients backslash fans of the show asked me earlier today, how's your sister doing? I was like, I don't know. I haven't talked to her since Sunday. And it was like, <laughs> check out your sister. And I was like, oh, I, I guess I should, probably should. So so I let mean, the people know how you're doing. Yeah, you should. And not a professional capacity because, you know. My friends check on me more often than you do. You do well, not check on me. Hold on. It's because we do this show. Yeah. And and we decided to stop yeah. talking so much on the phone because we were like, this is a show. Every time we talk on the phone, we was like, this is a show. No. We're wasting, we're no. wasting stuff no. on the show. I so I just did your surgery. You could check and see how I'm doing. I, I, that I, does not apply. We shouldn't be talking about current events or funny things or whatever. But I have major surgery. You can you Hold can on. see if we I'm talk, okay. We talked on Sunday, and you was like, "I'm in a little bit of pain, but I'm all right." I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, when it, we were recording the after hours, it was Again. after we, when we got at when we, capacity. <laughs> when, we were, when we got off the episode, like when we done it, we my just brother only cares about work. <laughs> he does not care about me outside of work. <laughs> This whole this whole relationship banter back and forth brother sister thing. This is for work only. That is not Outside true. Of this, we that have is, no communication with that. That is a lie. That is a lie. I will cares about me in a professional capacity. I will say it is a common knock against me from all people close to me. That is just like yo, you do not keep in touch, and it's no. like I'm there. Like, it's not like I <laughs> I don't respond to people, but yo, I be busy. I'm working. Like, I be working. Everybody like I, works. Well, you know, I just started a new company. I just started a new company last week on a whim. I just yeah. decided this is just what I'm going to do. I'm just going to start me <laughs> yeah. a new company. Yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> and so I was just like, I'm just going to do that. And that was after starting this podcast six months ago. I got a lot of, I got a lot of, what is it? Stuff in the I, I got a lot of irons in the fire, but yeah. I also have a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, because you just I had surgery. Had, I also had major surgery. Well, I'm so asking now. Nice. It would just be nice to get even just a text. Hey, sis, how you feeling? Not in, not spurned by, like, like, like not brought on by fans asking. And so on their behalf, you're asking me, hey, how you doing? No, I, ask me how I'm doing. Got I, I, I asked you, how, how are you doing? 
I'm well, thank you. <laughs> if you're well, then I don't need to ask no more because you're no, well. No, I'm just saying. I'm just, just ask. Um, down 15 pounds. Um, yeah, in a week and a half is crazy. Um, but yeah, I need to, I was ready to eat. Like I'm ready to have <laughs> food again. I'm on a clear liquid diet. So just clear liquids. I really, really want to chew something other than gum. <laughs> I've just been chewing gum to try to get that sense. I'm tired of drinking things. I'm tired. Well, I mean, I you can chew drink. things and not and not swallow, right? Like you could chew a Snickers and then spit it out. No, that's. I feel like that defeats. No, <laughs> that makes me angry on several different levels. One that I shouldn't be having the Snickers, and two that I cannot swallow the Snickers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just gonna make me angry. No, I'm not. Gonna, uh, I'm not even gonna go down that road. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. See, these are things that I didn't know that was going on. So, I mean, yeah, it's good that it's good that I asked because now I know. Yeah, nobody said this whole process would be easy. In fact, they said it was going to be very, very hard. So, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just venting a lot to anyone who will listen, <laughs> not you, because you don't ever ask me about well, it, but other people. That's the reason why I don't ever hit you up because I don't feel like being vented to. I have major surgery, guys. And let's also note, I'm his, I'm his baby sister. Like, it's not like <laughs> you shouldn't feel some sort of, like, protective thing because I'm, like, his older sister or something. Like, I'm his baby sister. Um, I do have a protective thing. Hold on. Hold out there. Growing up, I always looked after you and our younger brother. I'm talking about now, Bruce. We were kids, but I'm talking about now. In a, it's not just oh, John. You a grown, you a grown adult. You almost forty. Yeah, and you can still check on me. You can still do that. That's still a thing you can do. Well, I'm checking on in on you now. I think you're just lazy, is what the thing is. I, I'm just forgetful. Uh, uh, you know what it is, and I can I can openly admit it. I can be self absorbed sometimes. I could be wrapped up in my own life and just forget about everything else on the outside. Well, do, 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 do. Welcome to the circus, everybody. This is the, listen. <laughs> Bruce has realized he can be Hold on, hold on. When I was younger, I was selfish. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between being selfish and self-absorbed. Yes, that's why it's two different words. <laughs> Shut up. I almost gave you, as a matter of fact, I am. I'm giving my sister, the, for those in the audio version, I'm giving my sister the middle finger right now. <laughs> but I, I, t- I, t- I try not to be yeah. so wrapped up in my own life yeah. that I don't reach out to others. And, and, and I do, like, sometimes I just need to be reminded of something. It, here's a case in point. Right. Uh, the person asking me, hey, have you talked to your sister? Like, oh, yeah, that's right. She has had surgery. I need to check mm-hmm. in on her. Mm-hmm. Right. I had another friend uh, who's going through a divorce right now. She listens to the show. I'm not going to put your name out there. Don't worry. But she's going through a divorce right now. Mm-hmm. And I reckon and I realized when I was on her Instagram page that she went to a wedding this past weekend. And, 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 and I was like, I sent her a text like, hey, how you doing? I know you went to a wedding. Like, how are you dealing with all of this? Yeah. I don't know it's what she's going through is not in my mind every day. Right. right? Sometimes I just, because I'm wrapped up in my own ish and things that I'm doing, like I forget certain things. I forget things in my own life right now. I've had to renew my passport. You still haven't renewed that damn passport. (laughs) Eight months. You eight months. Eight you months. Nowhere. You better go ahead and plan that trip to New Orleans because you ain't going nowhere else. <laughs> Look, nowhere. my closet, I got a closet door uh, for clothes and a closet door for my laundry room or a door for my laundry room. Both of them are off the hinges, have been off the hinges for the last year and all a half. All you have to I, do is call maintenance. All I got to do is call maintenance. I haven't done it. Year and a half, I haven't done it. So I just get wrapped up in my own ish and just... But I know some of that time is you playing video games where Look, you can take Jay, a second. I don't be playing video games like that no more. I don't have no time. Oh, what I don't have no time. You need to say you need a personal assistant. No, I, no, I, I'm I'm not that I'm not that type virtual, of person. You can get a virtual assistant. They work part time. 
and they'll schedule your stuff that you need done. Or I can just start making lists of things that I need to take care of for that day. That list will collect dust. (laughs) Dustiest list. (laughs) You got Nicolas Cage in your house acting like it's a national treasure. <laughs> no, damn dusty. I, I've I've made lists before. Like it, there have been days where I wake up and I'm like, there is so much that I need to get done today. Mm-hmm. Let me make a list. And it's not. It's like in my notes from my phone. Let me yeah. make a list of things that I need to get accomplished today. And I like I get them knocked out, and I'm like, oh wow, that was a really productive day. I got everything knocked yeah. out. Whereas if I don't make that list, some of those things are going to get done. Some of those things are just going to be completely forgotten about. Case in I point, love, I my love passport. a good productive day. I love a good productive yeah, day. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with a good productive yeah. day. Yeah, when you end the day, like, this was a productive day. I feel very good about myself. Yes. Yeah. Bruce, get uh, that passport done. But it's funny because I have, I actually have a friend who scheduled me. Like, she put my surgery in her calendar so that she wouldn't forget to reach out to me. And um, she asked for my address it was a while ago i was expecting you know some gifts but i haven't got anything yet <laughs> i mean i'll just put it out there if you just yeah. send some gifts now time you know but whatever <laughs> whatever you ain't, you ain't getting no gifts all right I well let's don't ask for my address if you're not gonna send me no gifts right send me something look they got costco that delivers in in yeah. your city and they deliver liquor where well, you can't drink no liquor right I now can't but drink, no. uh but you know yeah i get your point yeah all right that's enough of us being self-absorbed let's get to the show <laughs> Three I people. Had surgery. I wasn't self-absorbed. <laughs> Were you talking about yourself? That's not self. I literally had something major go on. Like, okay, uh, you act like other people ain't got ma- major things going on. You hey, have case in point, your passport. Ca- no, it's case in point. Name. I started a new company last week, and you have yet to bring it up or talk to me about it because at all. This is the first time you've told me about it. I heard about it from other people. No, no, no. I sent you a link to the website that I built. The day that you I built not. it. No, yep. you didn't. Maybe yes, I did. did. Maybe you did. Yeah, I did. I absolutely that, did. You know what? It's probably sandwiched between a lot of memes from Twitter. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, I don't, Twitter. I don't. I don't really send you a lot of memes from Twitter. Yeah. Oh, but okay. Always from the same person. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. So we could get to the show. <laughs> Three people passed away. Mm-hmm. The great Harry Belafonte. Ugh. And who is slang to the two of us? Whenever we think something is very sophisticated or excellence or yeah, suave or it is Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte adjectives, adverb, whatever the hell. I don't know. My brain's not working because I don't have no nutrients. <laughs> Your brain not working and my brain not working because I'm exhausted. But we yeah. still we we still here. We still we standing. Still we still uh, recording the show for you all. For you well, okay, let's Thank you for listening and watching. We love you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. The, the way you, the way you said it, the way you said it, made us feel like we wasn't appreciative. Um, I'm no, very yeah. appreciative. Thank you. No, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Harry Belafonte, Jerry Springer, God rest him, and then that old witch that set up Emmett Till. Yeah, Carol, Carolyn Bryant, who I personally hope is in Double Hell. She is literally a Jezebel. She is literally evil. Like, I just mm-hmm. hope that she's in double hell with gasoline jumpsuit on. Um, and the thing is, I will never know because she and I will not be going to the same place. So I'll never know. If my thing, my thing with her. Hell, but I hope she is. My thing with her, and I don't want to spend a lot of attention on her because whatever, good riddance. Yeah. Um, Say, for instance, at that time, she felt afraid for whatever reasons, the reason why she lied. You might could forgive it if she ever owned up to it and just was like, I was wrong. I'm sorry. He shouldn't have had to pay for my mistakes. And then she goes to jail. Jail would have been nice. Because she lied. Yeah, jail would have been nice. Yeah. I mean, that's a crime. She's an an accomplice to a murder. Yes. So, yeah, jail would have been nice. Um, 
But it was just the fact that, I don't, to my recollection and the research I've done, she, it was never an apology. She never even felt bad for it. No. And then, and then you're going to die. So the ways people, the hoops people jump through to escape accountability, it, it just truly, uh, come on now. This is ridiculous. But it's just, it's funny isn't the right word, but I don't know the right adjective to describe this. It's, it's, it's interesting that on one spectrum, we have this woman who is honestly the reason why the civil rights movement really kind of picked up major steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in a negative way. And yeah. then you have Harry Belafonte, who was a civil rights activist from the day that he was born. I, I don't care what nobody say. I, Before he spoke his first words, he was... He had a black uh, power fist up. Yeah, yeah he was... Here's the thing. I never... I always say people, nobody's born woke. But that's one dude where I'm like, okay. Yeah. Maybe. You know, I heard something that the term woke actually came from the civil rights movement when um, people were driving through those Southern states and they could only drive at night or, or was it during the day? They, know they can only drive in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and never to stop because you didn't want to get pulled over in Alabama, Mississippi, in the deep South because uh, something bad might happen with you. And before they would park, they would say, remember to stay woke as in stay awake. Don't fall yeah. asleep as you were driving. And then, and then that that's what something I read earlier today, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. That's like literally where that term came from." And then we took it on to like to I be would, enlightened. I always it's, heard that Erica Badu coined. Look, Erica, people don't stop giving Erica Badu all this credit for everything. <laughs> for what? There was one thing. No, nah, they people give it. Look, Erica Badu broke up Outkast. I did, that's she ain't nothing but the true. black Yoko Ono. No, that's, that's <laughs> true. She ain't nothing but the black Yoko Ono. That's just, <laughs> that's just categorically false. She didn't destroy career. She destroyed. Didn't she? Didn't she? D'Angelo ain't made a good album since he since he had his run. He dated her. Never. Well, he dated Angie. He was married to Angie Stone. I don't, I don't know. know. They have a child together, but they At, don't. He was never no. Erica, but how many, ba- how many, uh, how what kids is, what are her baby daddies? She has three children, uh, one by Andre 3000, one by Jay Electronica, and one by somebody else. I can't remember who. Uh, I can't and they ain't been the same since. That, all of them are just fine. <laughs> all of them are just fine. But on, on the hills of, you know, the spectrum and the civil rights movement, we got Harry Belafonte and we got that witch who I'm not going to name her name. We yeah. also have Jerry Springer and Jerry Springer is also a part of civil rights. No. just not in a no. way that you would think. No, he isn't. <laughs> well, and- I found out that he was born in 1944 mm-hmm. and his parents were literally a Holocaust survivors. Okay. And he was born like on their way out of the country. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I also didn't realize that he was 80, almost 80 years old. Or I mean, 80 show, years old. I was on for a minute. You know, the but he street, always looked young. The streets are hurt. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I was talking to some people. It ain't it ain't just the streets. It, I'm talking to some people that I was just they was like, yeah, it was he was the voice of all of our sick days. Yes. Yeah. If you're a 90s kid, Jerry Springer, if you was homesick from school, that was it. That was it. any kind of, any day off you had. If you were watching midday television, you were watching Jerry Springer. Period. And they would also run the shows at night too. Because they would, and, oh my goodness. And when those two hot for TV Jerry Springer tapes came out, mm-hmm. you think I didn't buy one when I did? I damn sure did. He was he was a big he was he was trash TV. He was trash TV, but he was all our you know, he was our adolescence, then that's true. And the streets, the street it's all over my TL. The streets are hurt. I but I think people forget that he used to always have a message at the end of his episode. A meaningful yeah. Well, it was always I mean, it would be hit or miss. You're doing a show. You're doing that many shows. Yeah. You can't you you can't do that much meaningful messages with right. that many shows. I mean, it's just right. ridiculous. 
But it was, he would always do it a final point and he would always try to have a message to all the nonsense that was going on. Mm -hmm. But he was a part of the civil rights movement. He gave, uh, he gave, (laughs) (laughs) what are you about to say? He gave black people uh, television time. No, absolutely not. And not in a, no. no. What? I mean, he wasn't as detrimental to us as like Sally Jesse Raphael or Ricky Lake. Wait a minute. How were they, how were they detrimental? Ah, man. Ricky Lake had the worst black people on her show. Ricky Lake. Worse than Maury? Yes. <laughs> Ricky okay. Lake used to make us look real bad. Real bad. Sally so, Jesse used to make us look bad, too? Yeah, she used to make us big red glasses getting on my nerves. <laughs> Why are you attacking her glasses? Why are you attacking her glasses? Yo, daytime TV for a night for an 80s baby, we we had it. We had it. The early 90s, late 80s, yeah. 90s, we was we was we had some good talk shows. Real good talk shows. You don't have that now. Everything is like pandering to like moms in the midday and stuff, and it's all like feel good stuff. No, back in the day, you should have Donahue and he would have <laughs> Uh, Louis Farrakhan and then an audience full of racists and they would yes. talk like yeah, it used to be real. Yes. Used to that, be real. Uh, <laughs> that's what I want this show to be, and when in a few years, I wanted to be. I model it after like the eighties. Not Jerry Springer. I don't ever want to be like Jerry, right. Jerry Springer, but like the Donahue's Geraldo before he was. Before he lost his mind. Yeah, before he lost his mind. Um, who else was out there doing stuff? Didn't Whoopi have a, a daytime talk show before she was on The View? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, you forget about the queen, Oprah. Yeah, that's what I was... That's, the queen. That, yes, the I'm sorry. The queen of daytime television. Yes. Right, yes. So, she, but, would, like, she would get them hard hitting and she would get in people's ass. And that was great. Well, that's like uh, I just interviewed and the show will be out this upcoming Tuesday. It's a two part interview. His name is Joshua Shea. He's a porn addiction expert. Okay, And like he was talking to me about porn addiction and the increase of porn and how it's affecting younger people. And like I thought it was really, really interesting. Yeah, it could be a salacious topic because you're talking about porn. But actually you know, what me and him were saying was porn is often the thing that people don't want to talk about, but it's one of the biggest money-making industries in the world and it is everywhere. So you can't hide it. You got to talk about it. And so it was real interesting. So yeah, I model this show Mm -hmm. off of those 80s stuff. Not Jerry Springer, though I attributed him to giving black people television time. Can't. I can't get with you behind that, but I'm telling you, <laughs> let me tell you, the streets are hurt. They hurt. Well, I think that we are deeply saddened by Harry Belafonte. Yes. I think we are hurt by Jerry Springer. hmm And I feel like we are joyous by the witch. I'm not, I don't feel a sense of joy because the family will never get justice. Like, death is not a form of justice. It can be. She lived a nice long 88 years, like with her family and her friends. And, you know what I'm saying? Remarried. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, and then I mean, she probably died peacefully in her sleep or some <laughs> bullshit like that. <laughs> you know, and then promptly, promptly went to hell. But I mean. <laughs> okay. So can't you take solace in the fact that she's burning in eternal hell? No, because we don't get to see it. Like we don't get to know that. Oh, I, I don't want to. That's I don't want to. Yeah, we'll I, never I, I, know. We'll never see it because we I don't want, want no parts of hell. No, I don't want. I don't want to see it or, or I, nothing like that. Part, I don't want to know about it. I don't want me, no parts of hell. Um, so when things get too hot, I'm like, yeah. hey, it's too hot. Let me let me go that. ahead and pray. I, that's why <laughs> I'm so worried about climate change. Like it's this is <laughs> no. I was going to bring up, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been on one and I was going to be like, let's talk about this. Well, she's really been on one and I was going to talk about it, but I was like, I, and George Santos announced his reelection bid. And I was like, really, bro? And I was like, no, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Like, 
I, I'm down with that. I don't want to yeah. talk about that. So you have any final thoughts to the three deaths? But um, you already gave your thought to the uh to the witch. Yeah, you know, obviously rest in power to rest in just black power to Harry Belafonte. Uh he's definitely been he was definitely one of those black voices that we could be proud of. And uh Jerry, you left a hole in the community, baby. <laughs> like- <laughs> Your show ain't been on for a minute, but your pastor has left a whole little community in the streets. The streets are really, uh, they really. But he birthed the show. I think the Steve Wilco show is is on. Remember his bodyguard has his own yeah. show. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's still the remnants. I mean, Jerry was 80. He couldn't keep doing that show. No, no. It was way too much. It was doing way too much. But uh, So rest in, rest in black power, rest in power, yeah. and burn in hell. There you go. All right, sis. Yeah. We had some interesting things that happened on cable news television this week. Fox, they said a mutual parting, uh, <laughs> but I don't think Tucker Carlson. That's not what happened. Yeah, the, the, he got fired. He got yeah, fired. And Don Lemon for sure got fired because he yeah. got called from his from his agent. It was like, hey, uh, I don't think you need to take your black ass to work today. <laughs> hey, you know how you was going to go into work today? You ain't got to do that. <laughs> hey, all right, are you in the car to the uh, to the studio? Yeah, go ahead. Turn around, bro. Go get you uh, a McRib or a McGriddle or something like that. Go on home. I, I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> they they was both fired. Yes, yes, because uh, uh, Tucker's last show, he talked about coming back next week. So he yeah. was definitely everybody was fired. But he was fired on that day. They may have yeah. waited. They may have waited until after he finished filming. It's like, hey, Tucker, we need to talk to you for a second. They I'll were come like, on and in. five, four, <laughs> three, two, we're out. Tucker, you fired. <laughs> that quick <laughs> so there's various reports i know why don lemon is fired so i'll get to that in a minute but there was yeah. various reports of why tucker carlson was fired uh some people say it had to do with the settlement lawsuit and the yeah. fact that there's another lawsuit coming yeah. uh, some people said it, it didn't have anything to do with the lawsuit it had to do with the evidence that was found during a deposition of his text messages that he was basically you know going at the Fox executives and they were like, oh, we can't have that. There's also been some misogyny from Tucker Carlson for years. And that is something Fox will do. Yeah. Fox will fire you for any type of sexual ra- harassment because that's the reason why if they got rid of it. If it comes out in public. If it becomes public. <laughs> and he's got and he's being sued by a former producer of a show right now yeah. um, for stuff like that. So Fox will fire you because that's what they did to Bill O'Reilly. If, if there's some sexual harassment that comes out. Yes. And then they said there was some other um, real hateful stuff that he said through text messages. That's even worse than the stuff that he said on the show. Yeah. And Lord knows he said a lot of stuff on the show. But he came out with a, a video on Twitter that was kind of different. Uh, I don't like to call things weird. It was different. Yeah. It was unique. And what I have he was not saying. Seen this video. What is it? It, yeah. it really, it's basically he was saying, like, hey, you know, coming out of that. Coming out of that, it's great to see, it, there's so many great people out here in the world. And also there's so many conversations that need to be had that are more important than the conversations that we're having and and no news media outlet is really having those conversations. And I was like, wait, what? It was it was just different. Um mm. but I think it's all for a bid to be Trump's vice president. Probably. I mean, there's a lot of doors that's open for him. First of all, it's a combination of all of those things. And, and, you know, the scuttlebutt around Fox was for a long time. How long is Rupert Murdoch really going to put up with Tucker Carlson and his shenanigans doing whatever he wants on his show? Blah, blah, blah. So it's 700 million with at least another seven, it was seven hundred sixty-five million. With at least yeah. the new the lawsuit that they have with <sighs> Systematic, I think it is. Um, that was Dominion. 
the, the one, but there's another lawsuit that they okay. currently have, uh, another defamation lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said they will not settle for anything less than what Dominion got. So there's going to be another check at the very least that they're going to have to cut for $765 million. His ratings ain't that high. They are high, but my thing not is Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Ingram and Sean Hannity were also a part of all of that misinformation, more, even more so than Tucker Carlson actually was. Like, if you look at the reports, Tucker is just a, I call them the unholy trinity. Yeah. Um, he's the worst of the three. Yeah. But he actually didn't, he didn't really attack the voting systems. He just espouses a lot of hate. And he got it from his daddy. Yeah. But. Who's like, his daddy? Oh, so there's this documentary. Uh, it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. And the documentary is it's basically about the. It's not the first transgender person, um, but it was hmm. this that's going back to antiquity. The first trans right. person, like that's. I had a conversation. That is. <laughs> I had a conversation about transgender and the history of transgender with somebody earlier this week. It was very disappointing that they were so misinformed. But um, it's it's about a, it's. So there was a, a trans woman. Mm-hmm. That uh, came out with this car, 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 car called the Dale. That's a tongue twister. The yeah. car called the Dale. It was a three tire car that she was developing that was going to blow out all the other competition. This was in the seventies, mm-hmm. um, and and obviously she's a trans woman, so she's portraying herself as a woman. Yes, Tucker Carlson's daddy was a reporter that basically uncovered that. This trans woman transitioned, so mm-hmm. used to be a man, and said, oh, this is a reason not to trust this person. They're a liar about this car and about everything because they're a liar about this, like, like espousing hate. And when I, it was funny because it's a four-part documentary, and I wish it was the late, it's, the documentary is called A Lady and the Dale, because the Dale was the name of the car. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because as you get to like episode three, they kind of don't bring out his name, and then they say his name, and then they bring out, like, they do say his name, but it's like Carlson. It's a common last name. Yeah. And then they say the relation of who his son is. And I was like, oh, that's Tucker Carlson's daddy. Oh, mm-hmm. so he didn't have a chance. He was born into hate. Yeah. Like Tucker, I don't want to defend this dude. I will say he never had a chance. His daddy was born with as a hatred bastard. And his mama left him because his mom left because she was married to a hateful bastard. And if you watch the lady in Adele, you see absolutely the beginnings of Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's sad because Tucker got some kids, so it's going to carry on. Yeah. It's going to carry on. But how do you feel about Tucker being fired? They're really some bad rubbish. I mean, but but it's not going to be the end. Jesus. Oh, Lord. Am weak. I filmed this show. And do you know who calls? Your mother. Every damn week. I get it. She's calling. I had surgery. She's calling to make sure I'm all right. But mom, God damn it. (laughs) All right. Does mom know that we filmed the show? We filmed Friday's show Thursday night. She has to know. Yes. Uh, well, no, wait a minute. If you've never told her, like, hey, mom, we mom could think that we just filmed the show and posted immediately. Here like, there's no with other me. She That's knows right, she was. I record. And guess what? I was in here recording what I hear on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Why? <laughs> Are you Why, mom? <laughs> We're recording right now. I can hear a little knock on the door. <laughs> We're recording right now. <laughs> Ooh, mama, I love you. Dear mama. All right, back to Tucker Carlson. I can't, I'm keeping yeah, all of this in. All of that is staying in because it's just that's just that's just unsolicited perspective on the sibling happy hour. That's just how we get down. Um <laughs> it's not gonna be the last like I was saying, it's not gonna be the last of him. Obviously, he's got a lot of places he could go. This is not the only news network that will pick up Tucker Carlson, that people will take a chance. I mean, I'm sure. Newsmax or OAN might take a chance on him. They'll probably put some, you know, parameters in place to keep him in a, in line. But 
not to mention uh, the potential for a political career for this guy. I mean, truly, the, it's not the end of Tucker Carlson. I mean, he's a white man in America. Let's be Mm-mm. real. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> this yeah, is right. a, this is just a. I don't even know that it's a setback. It might be the loosening of reins that let him truly fly on his bigot wings. So that's what I think it is. I think it's a loosening mm-hmm. on the reins. I think he was like, at first he was like, wait a minute, what? Cause he's getting, he's getting that money. So at first he was probably like, wait a minute, what? Got, now but, he's probably yeah. like, uh, no, not as much as dominion got, but, but, but dominion, I think is almost, no, I don't think they're out of company. I don't know. Um, okay. So that's Tucker. Don. I knew Don was on his mm-hmm. way out soon. It had been a building things. First, he had gotten into a disagreement on his morning show with Caitlin mm-hmm. Collins, and they sent him home mm-hmm. for a couple of days. Then he makes the comment about Nikki Haley, uh, the age comment. Mm-hmm. They sent him mm-hmm. home for a little bit. Then he rightfully challenges uh the political candidate the republican gop candidate i I don't know his name but he's uh indian american and and what he was saying was that um the second amendment has been good for black has been good for the civil rights movement and don pushed back all right to push back where don went wrong is he said wait a minute what are you again what is your nationality and he was like i'm indian american and and Don was basically just kind of brushed him off, like you don't have a conversation in this. But he did it in kind of a disrespectful I mean, manner. He's not wrong. He doesn't uh, have a dog in this fight. But he's Don wasn't wrong for any of his checking. He was wrong for the way that he did it, especially coming from the fact that he had already gotten into issues with mm-hmm. his coworkers and already done the eight. I mean, like, his black like, ass was going to get fired. Who does he think he I was? I feel Tucker like he should have known when they took away his show and put him on a morning show. Like, well, the morning show is a, gets there's more eyeballs to the morning show. Nobody's in, nobody's watching Don Lemon in the morning. You at work? They, nobody's they watching Don off, Lemon at eleven they took o'clock him at off night. Prim, no, that's prime time news hours. Everybody's sli- everybody getting ready for bed. You got the news on. <laughs> you settling in? Okay. <laughs> His black ass should (laughs) get some ice cream. His black ass should have known when they got rid of Chris Cuomo that he can Mm -hmm. get got to. And and instead he started doubling down. And I'm not saying that he's wrong. He he was wrong in his comments with Nikki Haley. No matter what your politics is, you don't talk about somebody's age. Like, don't do that. Uh, I don't know what the situation was with him and Caitlin Collins. Like yeah. I wasn't there, so I can't say if he was right or wrong with this one. And he was right to check that GOP candidate for some some of the things that they were saying. That's what journalists are supposed to do. He was just wrong in a way the that he said it. I Ramaswamy. Enunciate that. Ramaswamy. That's it. Okay, uh, he's a GOP mm-hmm. political candidate. Yeah. Uh, I often, like, I remember growing up, I used to tell dad all the time, dad, it's not what you mm-hmm. say, it's how you say it. Like, I, I understand what you're trying to tell me, but like you saying it in the most non-nice terms is just turning me off. So I'm not going to get the lesson right. that you're trying to teach me because you're not saying it to me right. Um, Don came at his head and Don, you know, they had to let Don go. But what, I mean, but you're right. He was, he was, he was spitting facts like this. Second Amendment wasn't for helping black people, especially when they the NRA, the NRA purposely tried to repeal certain gun laws, especially in California. In the 60s, after the Black Panthers started walking around with guns. Yes, that was was literally the only time that the NRA was for gun control. When black (laughs) folks had guns. When when black folks have guns, I I have a friend. uh, I have a friend. She's been my friend. 15 years older lady uh, in her 60s from San Francisco grew up during the time of the Black Panthers white grew uh so she was living in San Francisco not in Oakland and I remember us having a conversation and this is uh not she's not a person that's racist at all but she was like oh the Black Panthers were bad right and I was like mm, no 
they weren't. That was the news that, but that was the news that was given. And I can understand giving. when they end the question with right, because you don't know and you're asking legitimately. You're not <laughs> right. making a statement. Right. That was a question. And I could say, that is incorrect. What it appears, what is really right. going on. And that's a lot of, yeah. So I, I, can, I can respect it if it's in the form of a question. Like you truly just don't know. What, what, all I know is it was black people with guns and that's typically not a good thing, but you know, no one with guns is a good thing. Speaking of that, did you hear about all these countries like New Zealand and Uruguay and all this in Uruguay? Uruguay. Uruguay. It's Guay. Guay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Make a damn point. Make okay. a damn point. Uh, issuing travel warnings to the U.S. because of mass shootings. Yes. Really? I yeah. did not know it's this. Pretty, pretty, pretty sad. But I, I got to push back on a statement that you just said. You said no, nothing. Nobody is good with a gun. It is. Uruguay. New Zealand, Canada, Australia, the United Kingdom, France, and Uruguay issued travel warnings to the U.S. because of mass shootings. They ain't wrong. There's yeah. one every week. So they're, they're not wrong. More than one uh, every But day. I got to push back. I got to mm-hmm. push back. And when you said there's nothing good with somebody with a gun, that's that's not true. You know what's good? If I got a gun, somebody breaking in my place. Oh, what, does that, what does that mean? We just got to we gotta work out what the systemic issues are causing people to have to break into another mother's place. I mean, I completely agree with that. But in that particular moment, I'm not trying to speak to that person that's breaking into place. Hey, man, hey, let's talk. What are some systemic issues that you got going on in your life that is causing you to break into my place? No, no, I'm pretty real. That's real. That's real. <laughs> I'm going to whip your ass. Like, that's all I do. You know, I got a bet with a sock on it. You know, like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> A bat I have a sock explained the, the physics of a bat with a sock on it to you before. I, okay, well, explain it to me again because I don't if remember. If you go to hit somebody with a bat, what are they going to do? They're going to try to grab that bat. Now you're oh, okay. back and you forth for the bat. But if that bat right. has a sock on it and you pull the bat, the sock will come off. They'll fly back where <laughs> you get your stance back and bust them in the head. That's why you put a sock on your bat. It was the brilliant okay. lady. I wish I could remember her handle on TikTok, but she showed us all why you put a sock on your bat and truly is genius. I don't know how we got to this. Don Lemon, listen, you were on that morning show for two months. It was terrible. You made a lot of, pro- you had a lot of gaffes. That's the reason why you got your old show taken away. This shouldn't have been a surprise. I think the only thing that was surprising to him is that they never called him and told him, but they don't owe you that. They could just call you. They, they didn't mm-hmm. like you, Don. See, the, the people at CNN, the higher ups, they don't like you. They would rather just call your agent and tell them that don't come in no more. You ain't got to come and go. You can pick up your last check. We'll mail it to your house. <laughs> you ain't got to come here no more. Okay. Uh, is there a black lead person on I CNN don't watch now? CNN, so I would not know. Uh, I I used to that used to be my station of choice. Not so much. They've been taken over by new management, and, and I'm and as I as it's on in the background, I'm listening to it. I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, can't listen to this anymore. Um, so that's your final thoughts on yeah, Don and Tucker. Know, he should have known that was coming. And for Tucker, he's a white man in America. This is not the end. I don't think it's the end for Don either. Don will yeah, get work again. Yeah, there's a, a BET News. He can. <laughs> <laughs> he can find a place to land. <laughs> we'll this is the last we see of anybody, so it's fine. All right, let's end on a lighter note. I guess it's all been light because we yeah. was cracking jokes about people yeah. being fired. We was cracking jokes about people <laughs> like, dying, so it's fine. <laughs> Look, that's what we do yeah. to Sibling Happy Hour. We're we gonna, gonna find, find the funny. It's gonna it's be gonna inappropriate. Be wildly inappropriate, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, so before we talk about last night, I got to talk about how I met uh, Jamie Hoyer. She was a, uh, an actress on uh, Law and Order you SVU. incredibly excited she, about this. Oh, my God. Because so she played Cat. She was detective. I call her mm -hmm. Detective Cat. And and I dug I dug her character for so many reasons. One, she wasn't soft. She was a female detective. She wasn't soft. soft. Matter of fact, she was kind of like, "Hey, man, kind of police brutality. Mm -hmm. need, need to need to pull it back." So I like the fact that mm -hmm. she was a badass. She's gorgeous, right? But also, she was the first detective that was part of the LGBTQ community, and, and certain people that probably don't even listen to this show, but know me in my personal life, found out how much of a supporter I am for the LGBTQ. I, I forgot about the I, the LGBTQIA yes. community. Plus. Um, plus, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to remember. Lot hey, y'all. Hey, hey, I'm a huge supporter. That's a lot to yeah. remember. Uh, but she was the first like person of that community that was detective mm -hmm. on the show. And and I was just like, oh, I, I I love the fact. And then she was on for a couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. and they wrote her all, and, and and she's also a person of color because she's okay. uh, Lebanese. Um, and so I was like, this is this is dope. Like they don't really. I mean, Ice T has been only detective of color besides you know a couple of people. There was a guy that was a Native yeah, American and he's one time. Literally the lightest and, uh, black person you could find. Yes, yeah. he is. Was really nobody else. They got rid of the captain who was, oh, that's what it was. The captain who was black. No, he wasn't gay. Uh, but they had a black captain and they got rid of him. And I'm just like, man, just getting rid of all the people of color. And I was like, the show was good. Like, what did they do? And then they created a, another female character that's a ripoff of basically Detective Cat without being gay and without being a person of color. And I was like, oh, I see what y'all did. So, I met her randomly at a Harris Teeter mm -hmm. up the road from me. Uh, most people that listen to the show know I live right outside of DC in Northern Virginia. And she explained to me, she was like, yeah, I'm from right around here. I grew up around here. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh yeah, you gotta be from somewhere. Yeah. Like you just didn't drop out of space yeah. and just become this character on the show. Like, okay, that's really dope and cool. I was really you, excited to yeah. meet her because I realized that she was, top four favorite characters of and that now, show of all time. To to be clear, yes. when we say you love Law & Order SVU, he really, really does audience. So he sends us a picture of this. I occasionally, if if it's on USA, which it always is, it's, it's always, always on USA and I have nothing to do. I will watch it because it is a good show. Um, Great show. This is this random woman that he met at a Harris Theater, and we have no idea who it is. Well, I think mom recognized her. You sent it. In no, chat. mom was the one. Was like, who yeah, is that? You sent it in a group chat, and we we're just like, I don't. Okay, who is it? But um, you were very, very excited about this encounter. Um, I would say too excited. I, I absolutely was. Yeah. Too excited. Because I don't fanboy out. I've met a few celebrities yeah. in my lifetime. I've met Kevin Hart. Um, I've met Cat Williams. I played with players that yeah. went to the NBA. Um, I met Ray Allen one time. I've met, I don't know how many, uh, what type of musicians. I've met musicians yeah. before. I've even kicked it yeah. with a few people. Um, I'm not going to name no names, but I've kicked it, you know, because our... Uh, I, our uncle through marriage was a person that worked at a major nightclub in the mm -hmm. DC area and used to get me in the VIP section. So I used yeah. to hang out with people. I don't fanboy yeah. out. That's, that's not like, I'm, I don't, I'm very rarely yeah. impressed and that's not to say anything. It's just like, I don't get too high or low most of the time yeah. in my life anyway. But when I met her, the, the way I met her was we walk into the grocery mm -hmm. store together. She's with somebody and I'm looking at her. I'm like, nah, that can't be her. Why would she be here? This random Harris Teeter grocery store. Here. Like, why she... <laughs> Well, no, no, no. She doesn't okay. live here. She's from here. Her family is from here. Like she grew up here, but she lives in New York because I started following her on Instagram. And, and by the way, Jamie, I'm still waiting for you to follow me on Instagram. <laughs> uh, 
I'm still waiting for you to follow me back. You asked me, you asked me my name three times to make sure you had my name, but I still haven't got a follow back. Uh, you haven't even, you haven't even read the DM that I sent. Like, you know, if you got a publicist or something that manages your, uh, as, <laughs> yeah, if you got a publicist, somebody that manages your, I'm not hitting on you, even though I do think you are gorgeous about your well-being. No, I'm cool. I'm cool. You know, it's all right. I'm not checking my Instagram constantly every time I get a notification to see if that's her following me back. That's that's not. Yes, I am. So we walk into the grocery store together and I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, man, she looks like her, but there's no way that that's her. And then like we're kind of we're not I'm not following her, but wherever we're going is the same Mm -hmm. direction. And I said, excuse me. You know, you really remind me of, and she, and she said, without me finishing, and in a sly little grin, I could be her. And when she said that, and I heard her voice because she has a dark, mm-hmm. she has a deeper voice. When she said that, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'm six foot four right now. I'm probably about two hundred and thirty pounds. I'm not a small man. I'm in my workout gear. I'm actually yeah. funky because I just finished <laughs> working out. And when she said I might be her, I jumped up in the air, did a full 360 spin, landed, and said, oh, my God. I'm telling y'all, that is not something I normally do in my life. And when I heard this, I was immediately ashamed (laughs) because you had an opportunity to really play this cool. I did not. I did not, but that, that was a genuine, sincere yeah, moment, though. Which is fine. I guess that's fine. I'm sure that made her day. She was not, uh, she was <laughs> laughing. Her friend was laughing. Not like laughing, like making <laughs> fun of me laughing. Laughing at the excitement yeah. and the joy. And let me explain to you the, the back and forth I had with this woman. Because as per the case with me, I put my yeah. foot in my mouth. So I said, I love the show. I love your character on the show. Why did they uh, write you off? I <laughs> know, right? And she, she looked at me. She was like, I don't know. And I was like, that was their mistake. And blah, 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 blah. And so I'm just, we're talking and we're going back and forth. And she treated me with such yeah. kindness. And I was fidgeting with my phone. I wanted to ask her to take a picture, but I didn't want to. She was like, do you want to take a picture? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and at first I was going to do the hold my arm yeah. up selfie thing. But I was like, no, this is too important. And so I ra- asked some random guy in the grocery store, excuse me, excuse me, sir. <laughs> if it was me, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> yeah, because you're an asshole. And this is the reason why I don't ask to see how you're doing from your major surgery. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I asked a random guy. And I'm just like, hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, can you do me a favor? Can you take a picture of us? He said, yeah, sure. So I hammed the phone and I was like, oh, wait, this needs to be in portrait mode Portrait because mode, I need to have the best quality picture that I possibly can. So he was like, he took the pictures. And he took a couple of them. He was like, I hope they are good. I didn't even really look at the picture. She kind of grabbed my phone and looked at me. She's like, oh, that's a good picture. And I was just like, just thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm a big fan. Now, dad said, why don't you ask her to be on the show? That thought was crossing yeah. my mind as I'm interacting with her. But it felt like that would have came off as shady as hell. Oh. Like the, I'm acting like I'm acting like I'm excited just to get her on the show. That moment was pure. It was genuine. It's an uncharacteristic yeah. moment for me. I wanted to live in that joy. If something happens later on down the road, if it's meant to be, yeah. it will happen. But in that moment, I just wanted to enjoy the unfiltered yeah. joy that I rarely have. I'm not saying that I don't have joy, but I'm just saying just like this. Yeah. For me to have this type of joy is not common yeah. for me to just like jump. I don't jump up in the air doing 360, y'all. I got bad <laughs> knees. Uh, so I wanted to hold on to this moment. I wanted to hold on to this moment so much that I made a point to not run into her again in the grocery store because I saw her a couple of times and I ducked down the aisles because I didn't want it to be any more creepy than I think yeah. it already was. It was. I don't think it, I don't think she thought it was creepy. I think she thought you were a fan of the show and you really liked her character and you were excited to meet her. It was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a big deal to me. And like I said, she treated me with such kindness. She made a point to try and remember yeah. my name. And and to be so, she was just so nice. 
And I learned something from that moment. We have yeah. fans out there. We have fans all mm-hmm. over the world. It's not like we're like this, the number one podcast in America. I'm not trying to portray it like that, but we literally, I see downloads from all over the world because I can track where they're coming from. And, and a lot of these people have never right. met me before. Right. And maybe they're like diehard fans of the show and they listen to absolutely every episode. Like people that I know that I know are of as fans, mm-hmm. like I know them listen. And maybe one day they see me in a grocery store and they're excited to meet me because they enjoyed my podcast. And maybe I'm having yeah. a shitty day, right? And maybe I'm not in the mood to engage because oftentimes, because I'm an extrovert, introvert, or introvert, extrovert, I often don't like engaging yeah. with people. But I do like people. It's a weird concept that I can't understand. But maybe I'm having a bad day and I don't feel like engaging. But that person, that interaction mm-hmm. with that person, maybe it makes their day. I will never forget the interaction that yeah. I had with her. That will live on for the rest of my life. That's a passing yeah. moment for her. But her impression to me will last a lifetime. So I made it, I'm going to make it a point to always be, try to live up to what she did, to try to live up to that kindness towards yeah. other people because it You're makes a difference. You're better than me. Because I'm going to be like, you want to, can we get a picture? No, get somebody else to do it. Listen, mm -mm. you get, it it depends (laughs) on which genre you're going to get. And I can only keep it real. I can only keep it real. You told your government name. You just said your government name. I just said, people know my name is, honestly, you can Google J. Andrea and get my name. Like it's not that (laughs) difficult. Yeah. Okay. Um, but at the beginning, when we first started this podcast, I did, you was I, adamant I about it. I wasn't adamant about it, but I mean, my name is Jonna. Like, that's, yes. it's, I I don't know what you can do with that information. Very little. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you want to try to steal my identity, you're just going to be practicing. You're going to give it back. You're going to give it back and you're going to feel sorry for me. So, like, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that ain't, you know, I, hell, I don't know what kind of Jonna you're going to get. And and that's not me being on some like you know I'm a celebrity or no bullshit like that. But oh sorry, I cussed again. <laughs> I, we have already established that we can say shit a few okay, times. Okay, okay, cool. Actually, I did a uh, yeah. Your it's not on that. This is my normal personality. This is my normal personality. Yeah. I am not on some like uh, because I'm not famous. Nobody recognizes me when I go outside. No one. So, like, literally, that's not, this is my normal personality. If you come up to me, I mean, maybe I'll be cordial. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm suspicious. I don't know. I know. I don't know who's an op. Okay. I mean, I get that. I get that. I get that also because I remember a conversation, I I remember a time uh, that you really got mad at me uh, about a guy. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't remember the whole story. And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna say this for the after hours episode. We're gonna save that story where my sister got annoyed at me about a guy, and and I'll tell more about the the night I had with my bestie celebrating yeah, her birthday. I want to hear about the after this. hours episode. Y'all y- y'all got to join Patreon because I'm gonna tell you what. Before we get off in this episode, the 40th episode were clips that I gave mm-hmm. for free of a couple of clips from After Hours Uncensored and Talking Straight Ish. They had a whole episode to see what that's like. So y'all want to hear these stories? Go ahead and join that Patreon page at patreon.com backslash unsolicited perspectives. This is good content on there. There's more content because we free and yeah. we cuss and, and all that good stuff. That's it. That that's it. That's all show. I had to say. Bye, guys. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is the end of the show, but we're going to do a better. Go, go about the rest of your day. We're going to do a better. <laughs> We're gonna do a better sign off than that. So, so Jay, what you want to tell the people hey, out man, there? Finish that stuff you got on your to do list. Go ahead and do it. Oh, this yeah. is not, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about everybody out there. Yeah, that it felt is. like a direct shot. It is, but but also you know you got some stuff on your to do list that you need to get done. Go ahead and do it. There's really no, you're the only person in your way that's stopping you from getting your stuff done, and it is it is procrastination but it's also like i don't know this is a weird feeling of getting stuff done 
it's just the finality of that thing being done. I don't know. It's a, it's a, a weird thing. It's a weird psychological thing. Talk to your therapist. I don't know, but get the stuff. It's a sense yeah, of accomplishment. Get the stuff done. Get the stuff done. Write it down. Make a little box next to it so you can check it off when you finish it and get the stuff done. You got some stuff on your to-do list. Go ahead and get it done. Y'all ain't got y'all ain't doing nothing. Come on. It's almost Friday. Come on. It's Friday. You got the you got the weekend ahead of you. Get some stuff done. That's my sign off. <laughs> okay. That's uh, my new thing. I'm gonna give you all advice. Like a- That's gonna be my sign off. <laughs> It sounds condescending to me because it's it like a direct it shot. It is partly directed exactly at you. <laughs> I'm going to get my passport renewal done. But on that note, I'm going to holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, howdy 5,000. Peace.